Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's episode, the boys leveled up, they rested, it's time for them to raid the temple. Also this week, I announce another winner for the PaizoCon contest. So after last week's shortened episode, I have a super long episode for you all this week. Just a little note, I know you guys have told me in the past that you really like when you hear the guys manage their inventory and figure out like who's going to have what. So the second part of this episode is a lot of them talking about their inventory and how they're managing their weapons and their armor and their special abilities. So there's a lot of that discussion. If you find it boring, feel free to skip it. But for the rest of you, I've heard a lot of you like it. So I kept it in this week's episode, which is part of the reason it's so long this week. Usually I cut out some of this, but it seemed important because it did sort of go into their gear and like what they're going to be using for the episodes to come. So I felt it was important to keep in the episode. Otherwise, you might listen to next week's episode and wonder what the heck are they doing with all this new gear. So I kept it in. Also, no GMPC tip this week. I'm in a big rush to get this out to you guys on time. So I don't have time to record something. I'm sorry. And then finally, actually, this is the most important thing of all, and I almost forgot it. If you are going to PaizoCon, let me know, because I need two to three people to play Abattoir 8 with me and other people live on the Paizo stream on Saturday. So here's the deal. From Saturday, from 1 to 5 p.m. Pacific Time, I'm going to be playing Richard Pett's Abattoir 8, which is the new Grimmer Space Adventure. And I'm going to be doing it live in front of an audience. And I only have two people right now. And I need two to three more people to come play the game. And you're going to get pre-gens. It's Starfinder. It's horror. And if you're interested in joining me, let me know. Contact me on the Roll for Combat Discord. And let's talk. Let's make sure you are compatible and don't mind like performing in front of an audience and performing on a Twitch stream and don't mind any of that. And if you feel comfortable and I feel comfortable having you, then you too can join me and you can play the game live at PaizoCon in a few weeks. Otherwise, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Alright, quick recap. You guys managed to get the code. You can now assault the temple, find out what those nefarious cultists were after. You can sneak in, defeat the bad guys who are obviously bad because they're against the guys you're hanging out with. 
So these guys are good. The other guy's bad. That's all you need to know. And you also all leveled up. You're all level eight. Ta-da. Yes. Ding. Oh, and for further recap, don't forget that uh, Rusty de- de- single-handedly defeated that horrific monster that attacked our ship. But uh, you won't find any evidence of the monster because it went flying down into the gravity well. But yeah, you can see the damage on the ship. But anyway, let's move on. Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. Yes. Oh, and the ship is horribly, horribly damaged. Otherwise, everything's great. So why don't we go in order? Why don't we go with Mo first to tell me what fun things you added to your level eight character? I resisted the temptation of giving Mo a power armor um, feat. Um... I didn't think we were going to get power armor, so I don't know. John Stats is playing the Vesk soldier, Mo Dupinski. Uh, there was something called the lunge that I really wanted to get. And <laughs> what it does is if Mo takes a minus two uh, armor class uh, penalty, he can extend his reach by five feet. So That is huge. That is huge. Um, that includes if I, but I have to activate it. Basically, I just have to tell the DM that that's what I'm doing. That's that's what that's a stance that Mo is fighting, uh, and then only then if I uh, do that, then does it apply to, jeez, uh, uh, attacks of opportunity. But that's 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 Mo's biggest thing. I think that's all we got this level. What about Rusty? What did you get? Are you now nigh impossible? Can you, like, convince people to just kill themselves and not even fight you anymore? Uh, the short answer is yes. Yes, I can. Uh, it's, uh, I, I was very upset that once or twice I failed a bluff roll. And it may still happen when I'm on attacks, but now nobody will actually you know, ever know that I'm lying to them and they'll all believe it. Uh, what I took as my Envoy Improvisation for the eight, level 8 is the ability that, in addition to my having my massive bluff roll, the person who's making an opposed sense motive check now has to roll twice and take the lower of those two rolls. Wow. So you basically can out talk to people forever. And so just, you're going to be lying yeah. to us more often as well. Jason McDonald is playing the Ahsoki mechanic Tuttle Blacktail and his drone Cheddar. Uh, I can down. either add the d6 or take the top of two dice rolls of my bluff. You have to take the lower of your two sense motives and my bluff is still plus 19 against whatever your sense motive is. What about Tuttle? Tuttle and Cheddar. Cheddar actually leveled up a little too. Well, okay, there's there's some couple different moving parts here because one of the things is Tuttle installed the Mark II ability crystal, which generally raised his intelligence, so it overall made Tuttle smarter and better across the board. He's now got two abilities that are plus 20 to rolls, uh, engineering, <laughs> and, engineering and computers, so um, that's kind of exciting. At level Cheddar, Cheddar had kind of a boring level he just got hit points and a thing and a uh, and a point of armor class and that's about it um with tuttle with tuttle all of his tinkering in the lab has finally paid off with a new uh new uh, bit of experimentation he's a, he's come up with the base unit reconnaissance interface expansion um also known as the scout bot feat or mechanic trick he can use a resolve point to create a little temporary scout drone that he can send into situations and it can look around and it can fly 
and he can get the feed, the camera feed on his little data pad. So nice. Yeah. So in addition to Chatter, wow. he's got a little temporary scout drones he can deploy as well. So, so you, you're gonna exciting. you're gonna cheat. You're gonna cheat. Basically. That's a wizard. Well, it might have been useful to send one into the uh, room with the big swarm in it or something. That's awesome. So. And I and I well, I'd like a little bit of recognition for I'd like a little bit of recognition for coming up with an acronym that made spelled out Bree for the for the scout drone. Yeah, wait, 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 what was it again? Wait, it's the base unit reconnaissance interface expansion. <laughs> oh, yummy, yummy, Bree. That's so. <laughs> so you have cheddar, and then you send out little Brees all over the place. Exactly. I come. <laughs> I coat them in wax first. <laughs> Nice. That's awesome. Which is edible, by the way. Chris Beamer is playing the tiefling technomancer, Akiro the Just. You know, the funniest thing is I just thought that was the name. I was like, oh, he's just reading it off. I was like, I I figured that out on the drive uh, while I was driving to work today. I was like, what sort of cheese pun can I do with the scout bot? And I worked on it a little bit. I want to say for the record, next time we get a new starship, you may not name it Swiss. I don't care how much you want to. Well, we name this starship Swiss because it looks like Swiss cheese right now. Yeah, <laughs> Spacecraft without intrinsic uh, structure support. Hey, that actually worked. <laughs> yeah. Man, I made that up as I was going along. All right. All right hey. <laughs> um, are you going to, you're going to pay for getting it fixed, right? Rusty, I'm just, uh, no, that's just, uh, that goes without saying, attack. right? Uh, yeah, Chris, a monster yeah. attacked us. My bluff on that when I told you it was 36, including entering into the logs. Oh, no, I'm not paying for it. Yeah, but I think Cheddar's logs were contradicting we're yours. We're inside the ship. I'm sorry. This is, this is where a scout bot would have been very useful. We could have sent it outside, outside the ship to see what was going on. Remember when we used to have that camera following us around? I think we need one on Rusty at all times. Wait, is that camera still following us around? <laughs> no. No. That was a long time ago. I mean, yeah. yes. I'm just making sure. I didn't think so, but. So what is Akiro? Akiro, the right, best so Akira, for last. Well, no, it's a little bit lackluster. I got something called Certainty, which I can activate one times a day, and it gives me a plus two to one skill check. And I can fly and teleport. <laughs> Wait, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> he, he buried the lead. You paid all that? What was that? And I can fly and teleport. Yeah. Uh, whoa, wait, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Well, I have fl- a flight at third level, so I can I can uh I can actually use the power of arcane magic to fly without the need for lesser technology. And in a pinch, I can use one resolve point to flash teleport with thirty feet within line of sight. That's a wow. handy little okay. thing if you're in a little wow. bit of a bind. How many times a day can you do that? Well, it uses a resolve, so. Okay, yeah, right. Can you do that through windows? Yes. Line of sight. Can you do it? It is line of sight. You can't do it to the other side of a brick wall. Okay. Right. So your ability to retreat has just been exponentially increased. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the flight speed is 60, which is quite nice. I almost took haste, but. I don't think windows is line of sight. Is it, GM? Yeah, line of sight is what you can see. Line of effect. Line of effect is not through a window. You can't go through a window, but line of sight is what you can see. So he could actually look through a telescope to the moon and teleport. <laughs> no, to the it's moon. only it's, it's only, only 30, 30 feet. feet. It's only 30 oh, feet. Oh, that's he right. He can that's teleport right. okay. 30 feet closer to the moon. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I could right. look out the window of our spacecraft and teleport yeah. into space no. and die. Yeah, this isn't this isn't a portal. This isn't like you teleporting to the moon. Sorry. No, it's a very minor 
it's it's just a, a handy thing if you know you happen to be grappled or you know or you got people surrounding you and you want to, don't want to deal with tax opportunity that kind of thing it's quite you, nice you could actually uh, teleport other people i believe as well not teleport i meant fly other people right uh yes i think that's correct um, the, the fly is one of those strange spells that has a variable level all the way through sixth level. So taking it at third level, you also can cast it as a first level spell, which is basically just Featherfall uh, as a reaction if you fall into a pit. Or level two, you can cast it and that's wow. basically Levitate, which is kind of junky. And then Flight at level three, when you use level three slot, it's, uh, it's, it's quite nice. It's actually 60 feet. It lasts for a good amount of time. You can target. Oh, you could use that about one night ago. I know. I was so thinking that when they were in that combat. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is you had flight and then you got rid of it at the last I second. Did. And you, you got it. You got something else. And then I was thinking to myself, man, flight really would have come in handy a few weeks ago. But, well. Yeah, the thing the thing is though, because I didn't realize how it worked with these variable spells, is that if I had it as a first level spell, and when you take it as a first level spell, all you can do is uh, featherfall. That's it. Like you can't use you can't upgrade it. It can only be downgraded from a higher level slot. So as a third level spell, if you, you can cast it as a third, a second, or a first. Um, but as a first level spell in that slot, you cannot cast it as a second or a third. So that's the difference. And I had taken it as first level, and it wasn't worth it. But now it is. It gets better. Right the real problem, though, is, Chris, if you fly, you die. Right. Well, if they fly, they die. Mm, not the saying. That, that's true. <laughs> that is the saying. We got so tired of things flying in, in this uh, Pathfinder campaign that we that was our motto. If you fly, you die. It's a death sentence. Right. Anything that launched in the air, we immediately focused all of our attention to kill it with fire. So it sounds like you guys all rested. Um, you got the ability crystal all set, Tuttle. You also have the E-High Boots, the E-High Boots Mo, which are kind of like ghetto haste. I also gave Mo, you have the Seeking Advanced Battle Bow. I don't actually think I put it on your character. But yeah, you, you actually it. did. You, to- you told me about it. It's, uh, oh, it's, yeah. it's just crap. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's archaic. It basically, I don't have arrows anyway, so it's, we'll sell it. You know, so. By the way. Akiro, you do have another item on your character sheet that we both forgot about. I do. I have the Glove of Storing. That's right. You have the Glove of Storing. I totally forgot about that. I did not forget about that. (laughs) I do have it. Well, it actually was tailored for uh, Kish hands, but you had it on your hand for 24 hours, and it molded and formed itself onto your... Do you have a claw? What do you have exactly? Uh, I have hands. I have hands. I'm These more. Things? I'm more or less humanoid. He's crab claws. Crab claw. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're like a thiefling. Like you don't have hooves for hands, do you? Uh, no, I do. You not. have hooves. I do have horns feet. though. Uh, for they're they're some semi cloven. You might uh-huh. say yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you're not kosher. And, 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 and I have a tail, by the way. No one's seen it yet though. Ah, uh, prancel. Oh, can you twice. can you hold things in it? Yeah, that's the question. Uh, I would like to think so. <laughs> but it's okay. like, it's not sticking out of my arm. It's like a hellbo- Hellboy tail. Look, I had just like started getting tail. used to It's like a Nightcrawler tail. It's a big, puffy cat tail. Yeah, I just started getting used to bug-headed Hiroji, but I'm sorry. Demon demon guy. I'm not, I'm a little worried about this. Not demon. Devil. Big difference. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Same potato, potato. The diabolical exactly. versus demonic is a huge exactly. difference. Exactly. Same thing. 
<laughs> it's really not. I can explain to you. Yeah, demons have much different horns and tails. Well, actually, they look identical. But demons still. are chaotic, and devils are lawful. Okay, See, this this tells me that you're you're a star-bellied snitch instead of a plain-bellied snitch, and that's great. But at the same time, you're a snitch. Uh, not quite. Mm. Wait a second. I... Wait, you know, Mo has a tail. Akiro has a tail. Tuttle has a tail. Rusty, you are not part of is, the tail club. Is the only Where's one who tail? looks normal from Rusty's point of view. Tuttle quickly fashions the tail for Cheddar so he'll fit in better. <laughs> a furry tail, so he can be a furry. Bree needs a tail, too. <laughs> that, that would mess with the aerodynamics, though. I don't know. You guys can all, like, high-five each other with your tails and leave Rusty out. Actually, I, it's really a high one, then, unless they have fingers. I, I'm imagining a uh, picture of t-shirt design. Bunch of three tails and, you know, whatever Rusty has. Like, and nothing. Know, and nothing. nothing there. That's, that's the fourth thing. Rusty's just made out of undead parts. He's just all decayed. and like, <laughs> He's got a cape. Uh, I keep telling you, totally human. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, nobody remembers that whole thing on the Yeah, arts. no one remembers that. I keep thinking what you look like is the friend at American Werewolf in London, like in the movie theater. That's oh, what yeah. you actually look like beneath all of your uh, fancy makeup. Wait, let me try this, and if everybody can make an opposed couple of sense motive checks, I'd appreciate it. Hey, guys, do you all remember when I was pretending to be undead on Eoc? You're just trying out your new stupid skill. Okay, I have a 33 bluff. Could you all see if you you believe? Uh, the plus one. Th- sorry, no, no rolls, two twenties. Well, second. Oh. That was a nice. R- uh, yeah. There we go. That's the oh, second one. That's no, let's not go even that. fair. The natural twenty would have actually 20. worked. <laughs> and then he rolls a six, and he has to take the six. That is terrible. So it also means that I won by twenty-five points. So that's five orders of magnitude of five of, of increments of five. Rusty is gaslighting his own party. Well, you know, look, it's, it's, I have a story, and I want people to believe it. Now number two. Akira rolls a 17. That's not even fair. That's really let's, horrible. Let's say that again. Try that again. What's your alignment? That's as good as it gets. No, no. No, you have twice. to roll twice, and you have to take the, and you have to take the crappier of them. <laughs> oh, like John. John. <laughs> John's cheating. No, uh, Chris, roll a second time. Okay. God, go. that's that your terrible. Second. Terrible. It's really not good. Well, great. At least uh, yeah, uh, it's, we've gotten that whole undead nonsense out of the So way. if we ever roll two 20s in a row, we'll be able to tell whether Rusty's lying. <laughs> That's a basically it, yes. Where the heck? I'm looking at your lawful neutral. You're not lawful neutral. I think I'm going to change go. your alignment. Great. What, me? I am lawful yeah. neutral. I am following the rules. My oh, rules, but you... they're all extraordinarily orderly. I work within the law. I mean, I'm I, uh, I'm except for I, being a criminal. Might, it might be lawful evil. I don't know. It's getting kind of evil. Not there. evil I think, at all. I'm I just think a little bit I'm of uh, those undead. Those undead parts are starting to affect your brain. Aren't all undead evil? No, yes. they are. They have they to are. be exterminated one by one. The well, vets, I'm glad you all rolled a six for your sense best. motive, uh, and it's a pleasure doing business with you all. That's actually funny. They all did roll <laughs> a twenty, a six, a seventeen, a six, a nineteen, a six. Your, I love my new ability. Your new ability is officially OP. I love it. This is going to be like Memento. We're going to have to like start tattooing the true things Rusty has said to our bodies so we'll be able to remember it later. <laughs> when he tries to tell us the complete opposite thing. <laughs> Good thing you have Cheddar. You might want to install like a security Recording camera Recording device Cheddar on Cheddar. At yeah. all times. Just record everything because you'll never be able to believe your own brain anymore. 
Uh, I've put in a couple of points into computers just in case I ever need to actually hack something. But but let's let's not worry about that. I'm not really worried. If you're lawful neutral, you're okay in my book. That's all. I'm that's, fine. Yeah, that's, I'm fine. That's my uh, that's my yeah, alignment. We as have well. a more problem with the law than the neutral part of that. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I work within the system. That's the the main part of that. And actually, you may have noticed Rusty's never really hurt anyone particularly badly. I mean, it's, it's it's petty theft, and honestly, from his point of view as a con man, he's convincing people to give him give them his money from the goodness of their heart. You know, I mean, it's a truth, not truth is all very relative, but they're making their choice to give me the money. Now, I'm not taking it from them violently. That would be crass. I can, I can, I can buy that. I buy that. Yeah, Mo doesn't have any problem with. Someday you're gonna, you're gonna have to actually like give us a PowerPoint on Rusty's ethical framework here, so we, <laughs> so we understand the lawful part of this lawful much. much better. <laughs> well, I already see what's gonna happen. I already know. I'm planning everyone's post. Starfinder Dead Sun's career and Rusty is going to become like um, uh, Tony Roberts. You're going to be ha! like Tony, Tony Roberts. Robbins, yeah. yeah, yeah, Robbins. You're going to be going, giving those talks, telling people how they can be their best selves. He's going to be like selling self-help books. Like that. that is completely what Rusty's going to be doing. That is a very successful and wealthy man. I think that's a wonderful role model. See? There you go. When he comes back, he's going to set up his empire of uh, you two can become your best self. Follow Rusty Carter's 10-point plan. Tuttle, on the other hand, is stocking up for uh, on uh, Black Turtlenecks for his career as the Pac-World Steve Jobs with his computers and engineering. <laughs> I look forward to your TED Talks. I like that. All right, so all the, all the products will have cheese names, of, of course. course. Well, that will be, it's like the instead of the iPad, iPod, iMac, it will be like... Cheddar, Briere, Brie. Everything is an acronym. Oh, yep. yeah. I can't wait to get your Gorgonzola. How about Limburger? Mm, smelly cheese. Aged with bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is everyone ready? Do you want to go and finish up what you've started? Do you have any questions? Yeah. Yes. Do you have any things before yeah. you want to I want to know about this ship, This the state of our ship. Uh, how are, the state of your ship? Well, you know I, I mean, the, the, whatever Rusty was banging into, he was saying a monster. I say it was probably just stationary objects. Uh, are we going to have that problem going to the temple, or is that just in the area that we were in? Oh, the temple is in the. Uh, you don't have to fly anywhere. The temple is. Are here. you asking? It's, are you asking in character or out of character? Um, I just no. I actually just want to know what the sky looked like where we were uh, was it any different than the rest of the like if we take well, it yeah, landing if, is the landing we, platform going to be bombarded floating, it was floating rocks around where we were before yeah where we were it was like the thing was broken off the main thing it was all in the swirlies it was like in the gas giant like here we're on the solid ground now we're walking to where we're going now oh okay like we don't all need right. the ship so right now okay i've no, we, no is the ship is the ship space worthy at this point oh absolutely we'll put the kish to work on it I mean, I'm you know being new. I don't really have much of a say, but I'm just saying, you know. Uh, yeah, your your room will be just fine. Well, when I say room, you know, your your corner will be fine. <laughs> cargo bay, cargo bay one. Part of the cargo bay. You're not getting the whole bay. Okay, so yeah. Okay, so apparently Steve posted a, uh, a JPEG of the entire uh, the asteroid, and yeah, that whole area was uh, debris. Was all messed up. Yeah, that's flotsam where we were. and jetsam in the exactly uh, the the sky. 
Yeah, you can see how it, it actually fell off. Like, it, it was destroyed, but whatever wacky technology is keeping them up... Again, it's like Avatar. Like, you know, like rocks just sort of floating in midair. And those that weren't destroyed were still floating. And that, all the way to the upper left-hand corner, that's where your exploration is. You are all the way in the bottom left-hand corner right now. That's like where you are at the foundry. The bottom right-hand corner is the landing pad, and that's where your ship is. And all the way to the right, or the east, you see that very large building? That is the temple, and that's where you're going, that massive structure. Any other questions? Uh, Mo's on point, I guess. I just hope we don't tangle with this monster and attack the ship again. Hopefully it's gone. It was killed. Don't worry about that at all. It went okay, falling good. down into the gravity well. I just hope it doesn't have family. Did it have any loot? No, unfortunately, I wasn't able to loot it, which obviously made me very sad. Is this the temple right here? No, you're not at the temple yet. No, this is the Lando Calrissian spaceport we landed on. Yeah, this is just the staging area. When you're ready, I will move you to the temple. Moe's ready. I'm ready. Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. All right. You travel through the remnants of this city. It takes you about a good 40 minutes to go through the various ruins and desecrated areas. You hear and see animals fluttering here and there, but nothing to concern yourself about. And you easily find the temple to the east. It's one of the most prominent buildings in Istamak. As you walk towards the temple, you notice it is massive, perhaps a quarter mile in width, several stories high. There appears to be a large amount of structures that have been hastily put up for defense, but nothing you can worry about. Looks like you can just walk right through it. As you approach, it's quiet. There's no one outside, and you didn't expect to have any resistance. As you heard, they've been barricading themselves inside the temple and just making it impossible for people to enter. The main entrance of the temple is located in the building's northern-facing front. It appears to be a plaza featuring an elaborate fountain with a hammer and anvil motif. The fountain no longer is spraying any water. And there appears to be a number of images painted on the side of the fountain. Although it looks like you, since Akiro knows and can speak the languages, could probably figure out what they say if he wishes. I wish. Give me a very quick culture check. Okay. I assist quickly. 16. Rather low, but... and 18. Rusty, 18 assists. But since you speak the language, I'm going to give you a little bit of extra. It seems that according to the rather elaborate markings, the fountain no longer sprays water, but they believe that the rain it gathers has healing properties and that the images on the fountain explain those supposed properties. Basically, they make you stronger, faster more agile, better warrior, better at everything. And sure enough, you can see that there is a fair amount of water in the fountain if you wish to partake. Uh, yeah, I would like to actually cast Detect Magic on it. You detect magic on the fountain, and you detect no magic whatsoever. Drink the mm. water. Drink it. Drink it. Does anyone have a Geiger counter? You might want to detect for radiation. Actually, I think we do. Just drink the water. I'm not drinking it. It might turn you back into Hiroji. Come on, Akiro. Drink the water. Stop arguing. Oh, no, I'm not drinking the water. I'm not thirsty right now. Well, now that you mention it, Mo's a little thirsty. He's going to drink the okay. water. I'm so He's going to sniff the water first. 
He's not just going to... He's not so foolish that he's going to just drink the water. He's going to sniff it first. And then drink the water. You sniff the water. It smells faint of copper. Mm, he sniffs it like a sommier would swish some <laughs> wine. And he's going to let it breathe. And he's going to take it in, breathe through his mouth. And then he's going to sip. You sip the water. Give me a fortitude save. Mm-hmm. 26. Rolls a 17 for 26. Not too shabby. Nope. nope. I feel pretty good. Yeah, you feel... Give I me the quote from Big Trouble in Little China. I, I can't remember the quote. Uh, oh, come on. God, I haven't seen the movie in such a long time. Uh, I feel very positive about this. Um, Here's to the red, white, and blue, the colors that never run. Oh, that quote. <laughs> oh, Oh, that's that's a different quote, but that's a toast. I don't know. That was the toast. With, with, with the wings of liberty, never lose a feather. <laughs> yeah, well, there, there's there's too many quotes from that movie. So. True. Well, it's the one where yes, you you have a very positive feeling about this whole endeavor. The the water tastes faintly of copper, but you you feel you feel really good about this. I uh, tell the group that, and I recommend it. Uh, I'll pass. Okay, yeah. you're gonna. Do I mean, do you remember? Do you remember Thunderdome when the guy offered him water? I was like, he yeah. Tiger countered it. Well, like, nope. we don't need a Geiger counter here. You have one, Tuttle? Uh, theoretically, we should have one. Oh, we, I know we purchased one. In the I past. say that's all right. Little radiation never hurt anybody. I'm gonna check it for radiation. Just it's case. off the. Ch- no, there's no radiation whatsoever. <laughs> All right. Well, great. Uh, and I don't need water or really food or any- I-, I mean, I'm not thirsty right now. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I have no no need for that water. So let's continue. Is there a door over there? Do I see a door and a pathway? There's many doors and many pathways. That is the most philosophical statement ever said in this podcast. There is no spoon. In addition, yes, you find a large door leading to the main entrance. Do you wish to check it out? Yeah, we have the key, right, for this? You have a code key, correct. You have a a code that will let you in. Let's check this out. I I have my rifle ready. You go to the large main entrance, and sure enough, that door is barricaded and soldered shut. No. There's no way you're getting in through the front door. Yeah, let's not try this. Okay, so we're gonna. Okay, I, Mo is going to try to put this in simple terms so you guys can understand. But army guys like me were taught to walk a perimeter first. It's called reconnaissance, from the root word reconnoiter. <laughs> okay. In, in in soldiering school, did they teach you the roots of all the words? I'm just curious. Yeah, they did. It's we call it death by PowerPoint, and they they, they went through uh, all that stuff. So, yeah, what we're gonna do? I'm going to suggest Captain will have to approve it. Approve, of course, whether or not we uh, walk the perimeter and do a little recon because uh, um, we should. When you say should. when you say Captain, who are you referring to? Well, Rusty. That was me, right of course. There. Oh, I'm sorry, oh. Akira. You don't realize he's our captain. Ah. He, he mumbles something under his breath. But every good captain. And, and uh, was were you saying under your breath, uh, hailed the chief? Well, no, not, not my captain. <laughs> not my <laughs> captain. I didn't vote for him. <laughs> you don't vote for a captain. 
They simply are the captain. Well, we'll say somebody's not going to be getting into the escape pods, but, well, let's move on. That's <laughs> my Am I reading this correctly, this map? Is this map, like, is one section a blow-up of another? Uh, I will explain that to you in a second. This complex is massive. This is a section of the complex. Basically, this is the only section you need to worry about. We'll put it to you that way. Do you do the reconnoiter, as you explained? Um uh, Rusty, sorry, I'm up, I'm up for it. I realize I'm not the I'm not the the fall 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 captain. Sure, you guys like? Yeah, this? I think it's you, fine. I mean, oh, okay. I'm sorry, you're asking. Yes, I think reconnoiter or that other word that you use that I don't remember. Uh, that sounds great. Uh, ca- carry on, Mister Mo. Um, it's also called the recon. So, uh, follow me, guys. And he's going to. And Mr. Mao, your initiative is is been very impressive today. Good job. Oh, thank you. Sorry. Uh, we're going to walk the perimeter and uh, counterclockwise. I just we're going to just like assess the integrity of the walls, um, which is something that our engineers friends can do. Um, and for common opinion, that's... now you should walk clockwise because you don't know which way the clock goes. Right. He was walking to the right, which is <laughs> all right. Yep. That's. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's clockwise. Excellent. All right, now let's go the other way. I'll just say you do. You walk around the perimeter, and sure enough, this appears to be very high security. Whatever was here before, this was obviously a secure facility that had very few points of entry. There's no windows. There's very few doors. It looks like there was a factory, perhaps, of some sort because of the way, because of the size and shape of it. One thing you do notice that there is a side entrance down a unassuming side street that ends in a 20-foot high metal fence. And there, it looks like it's sort of a side entrance that was used maybe for garbage or other, you know, I don't know, janitorial supplies. You know, anything you would do to actually keep the place clean. And sure enough... The door there does not seem to be guarded or reinforced in any way, shape. Is that where we are now? Or is that on the now, other side? Now we see it. Now you see it. So oh, that is sort of the side entrance. And there is a right large... There? Yeah, right there. And then right below you, Mo, there is a door. To the right of you, there is a large pile of garbage and rubble. And that's why it's sort of pulled out. That this is actually like on the bottom floor. It's almost like a subfloor, and it's down a side street. In fact, as you walk through here, I'll give you a description. Weeds poke through cracks on the ground in this long, narrow courtyard, shadowed by a large, blocky building. A broken bench sits next to a simple but imposing metal door with no visible handle or hinges. A sign is affixed to the door above a digital keyboard. I'd like to read that sign. You read the sign, and it says, security only. Excellent. If only we had some security key software that we've acquired. (sighs) That's us. Does the keypad appear to be functional? Yes, the keypad has weird symbols that roughly correspond to numbers, but Tuttle recognizes right away that this keypad will accept the code that you learned. Okay, I need to uh, cast Comprehend Languages. And then I'll enter the key pad, key key code. You enter the key code, and you hear a click, and the door opens every so ever so slightly. Well, opens opens the door. 
you open the door and it empties into a hallway. It is pitch black inside this building. The ceiling here seems to be approximately 15 feet in height. Well, if Moe's going in there, then it's not pitch black anymore because he has lights on his suit. Okay. And he's... Okay. The question, I uh, I, start, I think about the indigenous people that we've met here. Do they have dark vision? Yes, they do. They do have dark vision. Okay. So you're in a hallway. It is a hallway running to the west that is 20 feet long. And there is a door to the south that is closed. It is quiet over here. You don't hear any sounds of, well, anything, really. Is it an analog door, or is this, or is it a uh, digital thing that we got to hack in? This appears to be a analog door that you can simply open. All right. Mo's going to push it open. Everyone get ready. Be on your guard. Yeah, get over here, guys. Be hostile yes, I jumped out of the room very quickly. You push it open. A faint layer of slime covers every surface of these connected chambers. The largest open area contains a set of empty lockers, one of which seems likely to have held a collection of guns and ammunition. (laughs) Bits of metal and plastic are scattered everywhere. One side of the room contains a small round table, another a metal desk, and a third a few rows of chairs and a podium. A door. You see a door leading to the east. Um, I think we should... Uh, let's see. Do we have any fire? Oh, cheddar. Uh, can you set this floor on fire? This might be uh, oil or it might be flammable or explosive. This, this, I this... think perhaps we should investigate further before you light it on fire. Uh... Yes, I think that our new mystic should cast a fireball in the room to find out. Well, you use your nerdy ways to figure it out and get back to me on that. Yeah, I'd like to make uh, a check on uh, like a physical science check. Can we do a, li- a life science check and see if it's anything that's... I, I, like a, I assist physical matter? science and then I assist life science. I think it's not... I don't know if it's organic, so I'm going to try physical science first. All right, well, Rusty will have to come up to the door if he wants to assist. I don't need your assistance. He <laughs> <laughs> rolls a yeah, 19 for a 33. I, well, I said I was... I have a little more trouble with the life science side of things. And I failed. So. You put your fingers into the slime, and it appears to be slippery slime on the floor. It won't affect you directly. If you tried to do something acrobatic, it might affect your balance. Or if you try to tumble through it, it's just sort of slick. It does appear to be organic and not flammable. As for what created mm. the slime, you're not sure, but it was obviously a creature of some sort. Giant slug. It's everywhere. Oh. Yeah, it looks it looks like the slime from slug. Alright, I'm not that's a little off putting, but I guess we have to press on. If we only had hovering abilities. Yeah, I can fly. We'll get going. What you waiting for? In the meantime, Tuttle is actually going to get into the riding saddle, because if we're gonna be going over weird, slimy stuff. I'm back in the saddle again. Tuttle's gonna be dainty. Okay, alright, so what's over here? Am I standing on something that I shouldn't be? Uh, yeah, kind of. I can say you're next to it. Give me a perception check. Okay. Mo gets 25. Kiro, 29. Nine. Hello. Hello. Jeez. You did a great job. All right, I'll give a roll. Well, you're not in the room. You don't get a roll. Roll for combat! Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
that oh, one. Oh no, Botany Bay, we've got to get out of here. Admiral Rusty. I wonder if my boots are good in this. You see what appears to be a large ooze, a slime of some sort, a lump of protoplasm, perhaps six feet across. However, unlike other slimes which you've seen in the past, this one appears to have bits and pieces of technology attached to it, almost as if it's wearing the technology and wielding the technology. A horrible combination of slime and tech. It has noticed you, and it's hungry. No, eat me. How does it... How do we know it's hungry, though? Because hmm. it's coming to eat somebody. Oh, no. It's the apple eye ooze. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just right there? Oh, <laughs> it's right there? It crawled out of the room, and it's right there next to you. Why? It's not that bad. It's only a large ooze with one, two, three heavy weapons attached to it. It's not like it's going to kill you. Oh, wait, that's right. It doesn't kill you. So wait, it just appears there? Like, that's crazy. Well, no, it it was hanging out in that room, and then you came in, and it smelled you and saw you. It was in first in combat. None of you get... Uh, you're all flat-footed, no tax me. Also, um, this is actually an ooze that actually has laser beams on its freaking head. Yeah, it's like, it's basically a shark with lasers. That is so cool. I love this monster already. All right. It's a bunch of weapons sticking out of a ooze. It's figured out how to use them. That's awesome. It fires its artillery laser rifle, right? Point black at Akira. You can't do attack opportunity because you didn't go yet. Well, I don't even have a weapon that can do it. Yeah, and, and and that the good news is it's fire, so you do have fire resistance. I do. It hits you. Let's see. For rolls of fifteen, hits you with a thirty-nine and does nineteen points of damage, but only fourteen because well, I have a, you, yeah, I have you, damage resistance fire. You're evil. Well, evil such a strong word. Rusty is up. We need scientists up here. Yeah. Okay. Well, can I see it? I think I can draw Yes, a line. you can That's see it. It's kind of got, it definitely has cover because it's way in the corner, but yeah, you can see it. All right, short term, there are people up front at the moment. Let me give them an advantage. Uh, so uh, as a move action, get them. And as a standard action, I try to attack. You try to what? Uh, an attack, just shooting at it. Uh, I will bluff first. A lot of negatives, but you can I try. understand. I'm actually just giving the uh, positives to everybody in the room. Then I'll move into the room. Yeah, okay. Uh, I have a bluff of 38. So. Now, your bluff of 38 sounds impressive until you realize it's mindless as it's a slime. There we go. So that actually tells... No, that's good to know early on that I will not be able to do that. So that's fine. Oh, I may as well make the attack. This would be Never a know life science a check, 20. I think. And I did not... Yeah, life science. So yep. there it is. All right, done. It is mindless. We, I will never... You have plus two to hit it. I will never be able to go to plus four. Yeah. As a, as a free action, I would like to do a life science check. Thank you. Thank you. Which I'm trained in pretty well, too. Oh, natural 20. Hello! Whoa! Here come the misses. <laughs> what, what, do you wanna, I know. what do you want to know? I mean, you, you probably... I want to know, I wanna know it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's... Resistances. Well, mechanically. It's resistances, it's yeah. All that sort of thing. All it's those resistance. very resistant to fire. It is also covered in a shell 
of technology, so it has resistances to physical attacks as well. Great. It has no less than three different weapons on it, all slightly different, all of them doing different types of damage. It also has a pseudopod, which can smash on you. Even though it's a space of ten, it only has a five-foot reach, which is good. What else? That's very good. What I'm hearing is electricity, cold, and sonic damage will be full. Yeah. Does it, does it have vulner? Well, not anyway. It is a slime or ooze, so no critting, no flanking, no, well, you guys get the idea. All the fun things you like to do, none of that works. It's brainless, so you can't intimidate it or do any of that yeah. stuff. And it will take parts of people's technology and kitbash them. They have a, it's pretty cool, kitbash. Scavenger slimes have an intuitive understanding of technology and how to use and repair it, despite their otherwise mindless nature. They have a 22 bonus to engineering checks. How about that? Does that be Tuttle? Mm. I think it might. I'm actually by the slime, I'm afraid. You are actually outclassed by a slime. And they can actually kitbash, take people's technology, and make it part of their own, which is really cool. Is it evolving and increasing its intelligence as time goes on? Yes. Tuttle, yes. Tuttle wants to talk to this uh, slime about a possible job in his life. <laughs> I am I'm just trying to find out what kind of damage my weapon does. You do acid. So, oh, cool. not, so that's not fire. That's not Don't fire. Don't you do Sonic, too? No, no, that's Tuttle. Tuttle does Sonic. Now you have and it's not best. physical. Yeah, acid so is great because acid is one of the choice. rarest. Uh, well, after the armory, it's not quite as rare, but it was the, it's a very rare weapon type, and very few things have resistance to acid, which is great. So it doesn't have reach, and it has a massive amount of hit points. You're up. Okay, I'm up. All right. Okay. Well, time to put some new things in action. I will, as a move action, I'll activate my my instant teleport. And I will teleport away from it. Does that provoke? No, it does not. Does that use anything? It uses that? a resolve. Ooh, bye-bye resolve point. Let's take one off. Use a resolve. Yeah, flash teleport. It's a move action. I use one resolve and go with 30 feet. Uh, let me just see something here. Hold on. Stay in the room. Don't be a rusty. Hey. I mean, I mean, don't be a captain. There you go. Thank you. Oh, look at that. He teleports across the room. Pa-ding! I'm moving. I'm moving more, actually. Hold on. <laughs> He's moving. What's the max movement? Oh, yeah, there we go. Sir, perhaps you can run away, Father. That's thirty-five. I go, is that, is that, can I move thirty? Wait, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. No, I have to move one. Moving once, one to the left. Please tell me the second slime is in that room. Please tell me the second slime is that room. Oh yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> great. Slime baby, the slime nest. All right, we're gonna try something different this time. I cast a spell, a level three spell. Oh, God. Which one? I am casting level three Baleful Polymorph. Really? I'm change, yes. I'm changing this target's shape to that of a smaller, weaker creature. I am highly intrigued. It is a DC 18. That sounds like the spell for this situation. Target must attempt a saving throw every round. The penalty to AC, attack rolls, melee damage roll, reflex, and strength and dex worsening by one for each time the target fails with a maximum of minus four. So target shrinks slightly, although it retains. Basically, you just keep... It It does 
interesting. It just makes everything minus one for four rounds, or it keeps going. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't like turn into a frog or anything. I was, yeah. I, wish it, I mean, if you, I mean at, at level three, it's a little bit better, but nineteen will say. Oh, that's a failure for me. I'm done. Like, it, like if if it if it failed at saving throw, then it would have it could get worse. But it, yeah. In 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 theory, it could have just kept going and getting smaller and smaller worse and worse and weaker and weaker but it made it save immediately and that was a blown spell good job mm-hmm. no, no, what are you gonna do nothing tuttles up riding cheddar okay the combined tuttle che- the combined tuttle cheddar apparatus will move to there to get a shot okay and we will both attack because cheddar's junk cannon is theoretically is plasma so it's fire and electric so i would like to think the yeah electric then might actually work was it vulnerable to anything? Nope. Ooh. Tuttle hits solid 18 for 31 and hits for 8 points of damage. 18 for 31. Sure. What's the hex your bonus? Uh, remember, you have plus 2 from me, but that's it. That's quite some bonus. Yeah, if it failed its saving throw, it would have to be keep making saves and until the spell ends, which is a long time. Like, it's actually really bad for it. Well, once it makes it, it probably doesn't have to say. Nope, it, it keeps really? going. Alright, nice. Well, that's that's valuable on its own, right? If, if the target succeeds at the saving throw after the penalty has reached its maximum, it's no longer required to save. Okay, so it gets one more save. If it fails that save, then it's permanent. Hello! It would become yeah. small and weak, it would have a minus four to everything. So wait, what are you doing, Jason? I still need to use Cheddar. Yeah, you can go with Cheddar. Does he really have a plus 13 attack? No, something's off, but I'll okay. do the I'm math. Just curious. Wow, plus 11 for Cheddar. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, that's, um, it's, it's, right. it's supposed to be plus 10. I don't know why it's adding extras to everyone, but whatever. Well, he gained level. He could have BAB increase. No, I, I looked at it. I don't know what's going on, but uh, uh, Mo is up. Uh, I can do a full attack from here, can I? No, you cannot because there's a wall in your way. You have to have a clear line of sight. Now you can. All That's right. 15 feet? No. But now you can't do a full attack because you have to make a five-foot step, so you can move and do I'm one using, attack. I'm using my, my stupid uh, boots. You're going to use your boots? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scavenger slime. Nice. God, I guess. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, once per day is a full action. You may move up to your speed and make a full attack, but then each attack's minus six, and you get a minus two to your AC. It's up to you. You can activate your e high boots. Oh, Tuttle, are you are you in that square or are you on Cheddar right now? I'm on Cheddar. He's on Cheddar. He's not. Oh, there. the okay. technically Cheddar. Sh- well, yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. Okay, I'm going to move there. Activate my lunge ability. And I'm actually out of range. I still can't attack. Yeah, you're 20 feet away. You can't. (laughs) You didn't do that right. Okay, so. Okay, that I can do. Correct? That's Yes. Yes, you're fine. All right, I am going to attack normal. Don't block my shot, Mo! He's blocking everyone. You might as well just go into melee with it. He's in melee. Yeah, me. You were were standing right next to it. You could have gone into melee. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to activate lunge. I'm just going to attack. Let me just... Uh... After all that. <laughs> there, you know. Know. there you go. We just walked around. You literally just did a big do-si-do circle. I don't recommend full attacks. They're, illog- <laughs> they're illogical. 
Wow, you actually did really well. You hit with 21 points of damage, but you only do 16 as it bounces <laughs> off part of its shell. Next, Mo will use a move action to Alamein left. How much was the uh, the the mitigation, the damage? Five. Five. Oh, okay, DR5 is that. not ridiculous at this level, but still not fun. It is going to do a full attack on, I guess... Oh, that's right. It's got guns on it. I keep forgetting. I know. It's... Oh, right. I'm thinking about what I'm... Oh, my God. Well, that's not good. That's a Kiro. Take it, Kiro. Yeah, Chris, you... Or, sorry, John. Oh, I have a good armor class. I mean, it should hopefully miss. It's something. One time. It's, it's shooting. It's full attack. It's artillery laser cannon. Wow. Hit you for 44 points of damage. 3d8. And then a one. Did it did it deploy into turret mode there for a second? Like in StarCraft? Yeah, or like um is it Bastion in um Oh yeah, Bastion in Overwatch. Overwatch. Only a slide. I'm moving into the room, but short term until next turn, I'm just doing uh get him as part of an attack, which I'd ordinarily don't do, but now I know I can. My uh my stamina gone. You can, yeah, you could just do a get him. You don't have to make an attack. You could just do it as a move action. Oh my god, he's attacking! Uh, yes, but I, but I moved into the room, so I'm going to be using it as part of a standard attack, which I ordinarily use for my other ability. But it's immune to that one, so there we go. All right. For some reason, everyone is getting a plus eleven to their attack bonus. Every single person. The interesting thing is, it appeared well, right on my character sheet. That's correct for me. I should get a plus nine, and I give myself a plus two because the get him is part of my attack. I understand, but then Mo was in front of you. And actually, and actually, a bonus for Mo plus one to everybody because he's uh, able to get there. Is that true, Mo? I'm looking right now. Don't you give a bonus to people with ranged attacks when you're in melee range? Uh, yes, I give everyone a plus one. Right. Okay, then do that attack again because then you would have hit. You okay, so well, it was a well, it was a twelve. Wait, you're not okay. Fine, I'll roll you attack. No, just so I can well, apply it. Am I breaking Rusty's I line of uh, sight? Yeah, yeah. But well, he then gets, no, don't he worry. doesn't. It all works. He doesn't get the plus one. Story. He doesn't get the plus why doesn't he, one. Why doesn't he get if it? If I break their line of sight, no, Rusty. I can see the, I can see right the monster. I, you're not. You're not no, he breaking the break line, line of sight, sight. that way. Yeah. Sign of a fellow. All right. You hit. Okay. How about that? That's all you need to know. Thank you. That's and thank you. That's great. Yes. Wait, what did you hit with? Sharon, I. Oh, it's piercing. So it bounces off of his armor. So you would have oh, done so twelve it has no points. Effect whatsoever. Oh. No, it does seven right. points of damage instead oh. of twelve. Okay. Oh, actually, right. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. If I'm giving him cover, then you don't get the plus one. Oh, really? Then really? he would have gotten it. So. Oh, you're right. Well, then I did no damage. But that haven't heard that one before. All right. Now we know, Akira, you're up. Akira, you're looking a little, uh, little uh, beat up. Yes, I'm not feeling so good. Oh, no. Oh, this thing is hurts. Oh. All right. You know what? I'm going to try something else. I'm going to try another spell of mine. Ha-ha. Cast a spell. And I, with magical incantations, <laughs> I will describe this to you. I fling mag- magical nanites that convert water vapor around my target into a deadly acid. And I will make an attack against its EAC. What spell is that? It's That's called Caustic cool. Conversion. <laughs> Caustic oh. Conversion. Uh, which is probably not an attack on here, right? No, I have it as, is that an actual attack? 
I have to roll a hit, uh, I think. Hold on. You make Yeah, make a ranged attack roll against the target's EAC. You know what? I'll add it real quick. Give me a sec. Won't take long. Okay, it's on there. So you have it. Okay. Hold on. Okay. And I get a plus three to this or no? Yes. Really? A one? Wow. Right. All right, I move. For a 12 total. Yeah, that ain't good. Are you moving? Yep. Are you going into that room? Yep. <laughs> and hiding? Yep. Oh, he's, he's going. He's, oh, he's fully hiding. Take okay. it, I'm taking cover. He, he's yeah. the party. So we can't even see him. To, to the best of our understanding, Chris, what happened there is that Akiro waved his hands in a magical spell and then turned invisible. Because the only effect that yeah, happened exactly. is that you're no longer in our line of sight and nothing happened to the monster. Exactly. Um, one. Ridiculous. That's cool. I'm going to do a full attack. So I'll put the minus four in on my end. Okay. Roll a two and misses. Wasn't it fun, Mo, when you were attacking the natives and just killing them outright? Well, that's not going to get it done. It was fun. Those were the grand salad days of Starfinder. And then Cheddar's going to do a single attack. We still don't know if his weapon even damages it, so... I'm not going to waste a full attack until we know for sure. Also, I think Cheddar's full attack is minus six, not minus four. Really? Why would that be? Because it's AI. I, I, have to, I have to double check that. Well, maybe if I could roll double digits, that would help. Right. That's always the issue for me, too. Mo. Well, now. Well, now. Somebody mentioned double digit attacks. Rusty, do I get a plus two from you? Yes, you do. This will be a f- full attack? You're actually 15 feet away where you are currently, by the way. So you have to move up. Jesus no, actually, Christ. he's now able to do 15 yards, isn't he? 15. If he uses lunge. Yeah, I don't want to. Ah. I don't want to use lunge. If you get in his face, you also will oh. get a tax opportunity against his weapons. When he That's fights. true. Maybe. That's true. Maybe. You guys are annoying. All right, so I'm going to move here. Are these like benches no, or something? get in his face. Run into his face. He he He's attacking at range. It doesn't matter where you are in the room. If he wants to attack... He's giving you good tactical advice to the soldier, yes. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Thanks uh, for that. Uh, Your captain is saying, get in his face. I'm, I gave you an order. Hold I on. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. Yeah, but literally there's no strategic advantage for you to be back there. <laughs> Those are benches, but you can stand on top of them. That's fine. You hit. 18 points of damage would have done. Yeah, I rolled a 16 for a 33 attack. Nice job. That sounds high. I'm jealous. That sounds, let's see. You know, you have a plus 15 to hit. Wow. Yeah, you have a plus 15 to hit on your pike, and then you actually had an extra plus two. So you had a plus 17 to hit. Cool. It goes. It's scanning. Its little thing is going back and forth. Looking around, trying to figure who to attack. Oh, that's a rusty attack. All right. I'm glad I got out of the way. Full attack on Mr. Rusty. Attack of opportunity. There goes Rusty. Mo, attack of opportunity. It's firing its guns. Does it provoke? I don't know. It does. So are you going to attack it as it tries to fire its guns? Yes. I thought I don't get uh, attacks of opportunity because it's a... Uh... No, you get attacks of opportunity. You didn't that first round because it was... Um, you were flat-footed, so... Okay, then... Oh, what? No, because it was a slime. You don't get flanking, and you don't get crits. Damn, so far, Mo is taking care of business. 
Yeah, that's something that's, like close yeah. to 50 damage just from that's, now. It's great. It's it's just paying the price of uh, doing business. Okay, so just you know, and wow. this is going to be on comms, so Akira who counts as well. You hear shrieks of agonizing pain as as Rusty is shot for the first time in his life. <laughs> is that a fact? Uh, I think he was shot once before from that annoying sniper who was in the uh, statue that we all had to approach right. really slowly, but I don't remember him being hit. I, I remember he was being shot at, but I don't remember. Well, you didn't take remember. actual hit point damage yet, so you can't really cry yet. Yeah, that's why he hasn't run out of the room yet, but still. I mean. Don't cry for me, Argentina. You got hit not once, but twice for a total of 43 points of fire damage. Yeah, it rolls a 13 and an 18, both for good hits. Ah, why did this happen to me? Yeah, this is what happens in combat, uh, Rusty. I, I, no, this isn't the way combat's ever gone. What yes, are you talking yes, about? you have to get closer, and this is what happens. Uh, uh, all right, so at any Fucked rate, up. Uh, I get am in actually... There. Get in there! To... You're in the closet. What are you talking about? I, I have Get a sniper rifle. Why would I run up to it? <laughs> I'm talking to Akiro. Akiro's in the I'm closet. I'm not hiding in the closet with Akiro. I'm cowardly. I'm not insanely cowardly. All right. Uh, I am shooting at the enemy and using Getum as well. But remember, I cannot make full round attacks because I'm using a sniper rifle. Ah, but I don't have to use the sniper rifle, do I? I was wondering when you were going to sniper yeah, rifle is a bad choice, by the that's way. That's right. In yeah. this case, no, it's a good choice actually for the character. But at the same time, in this situation, my disintegrator pistol is acid damage. As a free action, I drop my rifle. As a move action, I pull out my disintegrator pistol. And this first time, I will just simply use Getum as part of the attack. I will have a range negative for the disintegrator pistol because he's 30 feet away. So plus two to hit, but minus two because I'm uh, an range increment away. <laughs> but plus one from... Uh, Make sure you get all those pluses in there. Uh, yeah. that worked Make out. sure you get all those pluses. Four plus... Yeah, he rolled the four. Oh, it doesn't matter. Doesn't, that doesn't. Yeah, well, I rolled a four. No, I understand, but that worked out right. Uh, you all have a plus two to hit it, and next time I, in fact, will move closer so I can start doing full round attacks. Kiro hiting in the Yay. closet. He here's, here's fighting, but he has no idea what's going on. Oh, does he come out bravely? I can shoot it from there. Like, no, no issues, right? Sure. Yeah, cover. No, he can shoot the corner. Oh, yeah. Big... Actually, well, I don't know. You have, I don't know. No, you can shoot the corner. You won't. You won't have any issues right there. You have a plus one from Mo. Then I'm adding it to my disintegrator rifle. I'm adding plus three. Right. Very good. And he rolls a four. Hey, that's quadruple what you rolled last time. Four hundred percent better. <laughs> I guess a full attack would be a net minus one taken with Rusty and Hiroji's. And uh, Mo's bonuses. Yeah, not bad. Notice how all those 20s and 19s you were rolling before. Mm-hmm. You guys are... How many double digits have you even rolled so far? We got perception checked. We got that 20 in there. Got that life science check. Oh, that was a good one. I know. Remember the <laughs> the Halion days? Halcyon days of uh, those 20s and 19s? Yeah. Except Tunnel... Actually rolled a 19 and hit. Nice. For 11 points of damage. That's almost... Is this a full damage. attack, Tuttle? That was a full attack, and oh, he wow. hit. Yep. Good job, and does Tuttle. Tuttle what, after Tuttle hits him, does Tuttle yawn? Possibly. You're going to make everyone else yawn, you know that. 
All right, so I am going to be... No, no, Cheddar's up. Oh. Okay, Cheddar's not Cheddar up. still has not hit yet. He rolled a two. Now Mo Join the club. I can't hit either. All right, Mo is going to do a full attack, so he's a minus two overall. I'm going to put that in there. Swoosh. <laughs> Swoosh. Uh, strike one. Strike two. Strike three. You're at a well, twenty. This is a terrible really? round for us. None of us hit in the slightest. Uh, right. I rolled a seven. I'm sorry, you. none of us hit. Tuttle hit. Tuttle hit. Uh, none of none of us who can do damage hit. <laughs> do you want to hear the good news or the bad news? That's eh, just bad news. We'll just we'll just leave it at that. It um props up a new weapon. It's sort of like the old weapon sort of goes down and a new one pops up, and you suddenly see a large red plasma beam being fired. At Mo, and will continue into Akiro. Oh, oh no! <laughs> a line attack. Wait, even if I'm not exactly in a straight line with him, that doesn't that doesn't matter. Dude, you are yeah, right. Line line if you effect. can draw a line, then it's a line. Yeah, I get it. It's like uh, a lightning bolt. Maybe maybe it'll miss. Well, this is how it works. If it misses Mo, then it won't hit Akiro. But if it oh, hits Mo, it, it keeps going. Now, there's only one roll, and the one roll is used for everybody. That's how the line effect works. Uh, so, so this is basically cleave, but for range, and go straight. Okay, I get it. But you, uh, I guess you're guessing you have to be within five feet. I mean, I'm not exactly in a straight line of him, but... Yes, you are. As long as I can draw it, it's, uh, it's like lightning bolt. It doesn't have class. to be straight. It just has to be a line effect. He could have also done... He actually could have done Mo to Tuttle and uh, Cheddar as well. He can't do Rusty because Rusty's too far. That's not a line, but he can do uh, those two. Because it's like a line to the center. As long as you can draw a line, you can hit you. So the first one rolls. He rolls. I'm just telling you. He rolls a 31. So that will hit. Uh, that's a for, hit. For 13 points of damage. And then that will also hit. Does a 31 hit you, Akiro? Yeah, check your armor class. Uh, maybe not. Good news is. It's fire and electricity, so it only did five points of damage to Akira. Because I, I have a, I have a resistance to electricity also and fire. Yeah, that's and right. Fire. That's right. So you actually were expecting the worst. You see this plasma rifle go right through Mo, hit you, and it doesn't really hurt that bad. It's not nearly as bad as that crit no. that hit you before. No, that's mm. bad. kind of like that, a tanning bed for okay. you. Okay, we can do this. We like this Most important question, does this now mean that there's a little hole in Mo where, like, you can see through? No. Yes. No. Like, quick in the dead. No, 13, 13 yeah, points. exactly. If there's a light source, can you see? Exactly. Yeah. He's like a light source going through him. You do get attack of opportunity, Mo. I'm not going to remind you again, by the way. I actually don't, because I did a full attack. Are you, you still there? Still get an attack of opportunity. Still get an attack of opportunity. Really? All right. The um, reason you get in the face of anybody with a gun or range is that you always then get an attack of opportunity. Wow, 20 lie. points damage. Nobody Next shoots time, at us I'm anymore. I'm not remembering. I'm not going to remind you of that again. Rusty's up. This thing is actually starting to fall apart. Although it's hitting you, pieces of it are falling off here and there. All right, I'm going to do full round of attacks. And as part of the attack, I will be doing a, a improved get em, So I will get plus two to attack, but I'm at a range negative. So it's for me, it's negated out. I'm only at my regular plus nine, plus one from uh, Mo. So I am at a plus 10 net. 
Nice. And I forgot to add the one. Well, I hit the first one anyway. Uh, yeah, okay. That's fine. So, nine damage, and it should have done total damage. It was a 14. Great. Great. For a 25. Actually, a 26. I forgot to add one. Oh, so. okay. 14 for a 26. And oh, it's look at Akiro. Akiro. How you doing, Akiro? Mm, not good. I'm actually injured. Uh... You don't, you aren't there's a little room you can go run and hide in. Oh, I'm going to hide. I'm going <laughs> to hide. Why'd you cast another spell? <laughs> uh, that nope, invisibility spell you cast last time, that worked really very effectively. Yeah, we're going to get mirror image pretty soon, I think. What? What? He rolls a 14 for 28 on his... What'd you attack it with? The disintegrator rifle. rifle. Good God, man. You've had a disintegrator rifle this whole time? Yeah. <laughs> You've seen it in action before. You've seen yeah. it before. It does one d twenty. It's very random. It does one d twenty plus what? Um, eight. actually, uh, GM does uh, four. Are you mitigating the damage that Mo is doing to with physical? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Yes, I hit for twenty. Yeah. Wow. Actually, you hit for twenty five, but you uh, wow you did twenty. It's my level two weapon. That is so awesome. What's a Kiro? Are you done? Nope. Where you trying to go? There you go. My little cubby hole. <laughs> you little hidey hole. Mm-hmm. You went back into the hidey hole. I did. <laughs> he keeps getting hit. He's just like every time he comes out, he gets hit. <laughs> wow! Like, I like, did my part. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done getting hit. You get your I'm purple heart. Thing. That is so awesome, Cheddar. Go get him. Yes. Oh my Cheddar is, this bring is the, awesome. Bringing the cheese. I tell you what. I love having Rusty and Tuttle in these fights. This is great. You guys take damage. You take... Uh, oh, for... Uh, <laughs> junk cannon. You're throwing the junk at it. It's just bouncing off of him. It's not doing anything to All right. Lime. Finish this off, please. All right. Full attack. 18 points of damage. I rolled the 13 for a 26. And I rolled a 17 for a 30, hitting for another 14 points of damage. Dead. Loot all of that technology. All of that tech that's attached to it. It's probably integrated. And for my move action, I'm going to inspect these weapons. Okay. Slime cloud, you're diseased. You kill the slime. It dissolves into a large puddle of goo, and all of the weapons fall into the goo. No, no, no. I grab the weapons before they fall into goo. <laughs> you can't. There's too many. I'm only five feet many. away. I just grabbed one of them. One of the three weapons. Okay, you get one weapon. Let's see. I'll do a 1d3. Which one do you get? You get the oh. ghoul crossbolter. The, uh, that's that one you did not see. That one uh, wow. you missed the artillery laser, and you missed the red star plasma rifle that fell into the ooze. They're All just right. they're just oozed. They're just slimed. But you can still take them out. All right, I uh, you hear a disembodied voice from like you don't know where saying, "Is it okay to come out now?" <laughs> <laughs> no, stay back there. This is the is most it safe. Well, this is the most dangerous time ever. Don't show your face. What is double action starbolt? What did you say? What's a weapon? That's what the names of these are. But we'll have to do some engineering and uh, fun stuff, shall we say, to figure out. Ah, uh, I, I, I take a picture of me next to this thing. And it's so <laughs> my foot on it. <laughs> the proud Richter. 
Dragon Slayer. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Theodorus Rex here. All right. Um, yeah. Moe's uh, strategy. Give me some engineering checks. He needs, he needs a weapon. Um, okay, so uh, I'd like to inspect these weapons. Are you diving into the slime? Uh, no, I'm using my uh, Unseen Servant that's permanent for the day to retrieve the weapons from the slime and clean them. Man, you're taking all the fun out of this. I'm not touching that slime. Unseen Servant, go take care of that. Okay, the Unseen Servant, sure enough, goes in, pulls out the weapons. Oh, they're still there. Slime. You just rip them out. There's other things, though. Like, someone's going to have to actually search. Oh, maybe Unseen Servant. Slime. Yeah, Unseen Servant. Unseen Servant can search the slime. <laughs> Really? What's yeah, its, really? What's its, well, what's its, what's its uh, perception? Well, I can look and direct it. Okay, you give me a perception check, then. Yeah. 22, much better. Akira looks through the armor and sees a piece of technology attached to the scavenger slime's kit-bashed armor that he recognizes that could be quite useful. Okay. Well, bring that to me, Unseen Servant. <laughs> I call you Casper. Casper, what is that? Let me take a closer look. Clean it off. All right, you take a look at that thing. Give me an engineering roll, since it is actually Kish technology. So you have to kind of figure out how this can be used in your language. Tuttle, take, take a look at this. Tuttle might need to take a look at it. Hold on. Is it a weapon? No, it's something for armor. Oh. Never well, look at it. It's an armor, armor insert. That, that's military. Jason, jeez, Tuttle rolls, rolls a twenty-six for. rolls a six for a twenty-seven. Tuttle looks at this. His eyes open wide as he recognizes this could be kitbashed into a haste circuit. Oh, those are good. You have one of those already, Interesting. right? Interesting. I think so. Mo has the haste circuit. Yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking, 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 looking. Yes, yes you have the haste circuit. Yeah. That's like your most treasured item you have. Yes, that's <laughs> a good thing. You guys... It's actually why you were making fun of the uh, the boots. You guys like... Uh... It would make your retreat more efficient. Oh, yes. Um, what about these weapons? Give me some engineering checks as these weapons are weird and strange. I assist. Ah, oh, 33. Hello. Oh, there's there's your 20, by the way. Good yeah, job. there's <laughs> the first one. I'll stand by for any he can't figure out. Yeah. Kiro figures out the, the first one. I need the one. practice. That is a Foundry Flux artillery laser. It would function as an Apelion artillery laser with 16 charges remaining. Basically, it does 3d8 fire damage. And I believe it's a heavy weapon. I'll give you the spelling in a second. Oh, that, probably a heavy weapon. Yeah, that's good. That that that's better than my level one laser. <laughs> I still have the laser that I bought after the first. Uh, Doing D four damage. It's really impressive. No, it does. It's D eight. Second weapon. Does someone want to try to figure out if you can figure out what? This I thing? need the practice. I'll keep trying. Let's ride the wave of the rush here. I assist. All right. Hold on. Tuttle, Tuttle watches watches Akira do this with the same sort of fascination you would like watch otters at the zoo playing around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Twenty three. I know what this is. Hey, I assisted you up to what my actual role was. That's great. This is a foundry bloodlight plasma rifle 
which functions as a red star plasma rifle. That was the thing that shot both of you. I'm guessing that's a long arm. Yeah, I'm not sure which one this is. You guys just have to look these up. I actually... Yeah, I, uh, I'm looking. Yeah, I forgot the exact which ones these are. Uh, by the way, that first one was the one that kept hitting you over and over and over again. The one that did 3d8 plus 9 fire damage to you. That was a nice Is one. that plasma pistol? No, plasma rifle. And last but not least, there appears to be a actual, almost like a crossbow that you can do an engineering check on. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a line Wait, weapon. is this like Chewbacca's crossbow? No, it actually fires physical bolts. No, that's not okay. fun. The Red Star... I know what that is, too. You do. Wow. It's a foundry twin bolt caster, which functions as a dual cross bolter. Wow. Um... Now, one thing of interest is that these weapons all have ammo already on them. But with some tinkering, Mr. Tuttle can probably convert these weapons to accept modern-day batteries and modern-day ammunition with some time and effort if he wanted to. Except the crossbolters are like actual projectile weapons that use arrows, right? I believe so. I'm, well, I'm looking at the equipment list and the dual crossbolter. It says the ammo is arrows. Yeah, that's archaic. That's, uh, well... You know, we don't ever fight anything that wears armor, um, it seems. So, I don't know. It's unreal. Uh, dual crossbolter. Hold on. It's a projectile. It does good damage. It's unwieldy. It's a long arm. Oh, that's a crossbolter? Is a long arm? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. No, no. That's not sniper. Okay. That, that, that's fine. It uses mechanical power to fire arrows along its barrel. At some point, Tuttle needs to take long arms. I have long arm. Um... But is it archaic, though? Because that's actually better than what I have. Almost certainly. According to the thing in the rules, it is not listed as archaic. You know that none of these weapons are archaic because you appear to be in some advanced military foundry of some sort. And all Mm. these weapons and other things that they're using, they're not using the weapons that you've been fighting with and against recently, which are all handmade out of, like, materials and bones and hides, you know, and sinew. These are coming from this foundry that you're in, which appears to be some um, military-grade factory that made weapons and armor. So you have to assume that everything you're going to be fighting is probably going to have equivalent. It is unwieldy, but it's not archaic. What does unwieldy mean? Yeah, no full attacks. You can't do full attacks. I, I would actually use that for now, actually. It's um, a little bit better than what I... I mean, it's not... It has better range, but it does more damage on average. And 2d10 is better than 1d20. And... It uses two. It's, it's got limited capacity. It's like fire it a couple times and throw it away. I think. Do you, do you have? Uh, can anyone use two-handed weapons? Heavy weapons? I can use. I can use long arms. That's it. Um, you and I are the only ones who can use long arms. Okay, then, I've got a two-handed heavy weapon. This laser, three eight is is pretty darn good. But yeah, I'm a melee guy. I mean, if someone can use this, it's probably better that they use this. I mean, I'll use what, it as what, what's a it called? ranged what's it, what's, weapon. What's, what's okay, the... it's, you want to look artillery, laser, uh, affilion. Okay. Boy, I hate how they do commas here. Artillery, artillery laser, 
comma affiliate. Yeah, that's a wow. It's worth a lot of money. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a it's a level nine item. I cannot use that. That is a two-handed I, heavy weapon. Yeah, I will use this if you guys can't use this. But uh, if Cheddar can use this, if anybody can use this, it's better. Well, you, you, you have the minimum it. strength of twelve. Even Cheddar, do, Cheddar does not have enough weapon mounts to use it. Get what? But to replace it? Oh, oh. He, no, he's only got one hand. Like he. Oh, I see. He I essentially see. needs like virtual hands, and he's only got one hand at this point. Okay. So as Cheddar long actually as you... has decent weapons. He just can't never his his two hit is much lower than yours. That's his his biggest issue is his two hit at this point, not necessarily damage. So you guys can't use this, then I'm gonna just stick it on my character. I can use, I'm gonna use the dual bolt caster. Alright. But can the thing anyone... is it does it have bolts. Like what's the story with the ammo on that? It needs to be tinkered. No, the dual bolt bolt caster, there's there's plenty of uh, arrows hanging around. So you have oh, really? Enough. Yeah. Okay, so I've got this. Uh, oh, geez, what was that? That 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 bow? That bow? If it's another bow, I don't know. A seeker. Well, the bow is magic, and it's um, yeah. We're gonna sell that, right? I guess, yeah. But if someone wants to use it, no one's if, gonna want to use that. Okay, all right. Uh, and there, there's the seeking that line advanced weapon. battle bow. That's what that was. The seeking advanced battle bow. That red star. Uh, Red Star Plasma Rifle. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to use that because it's not as good as the Disintegrator Rifle. Dude, it hits multiple targets. It hits multiple targets if they're lined up, but yeah, it's... Yeah, well, you know... I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I like than... more like the single shot doing lots of damage and at longer range. I mean, let's hold on to it. I might reconsider. I mean, it, I mean, it, does yeah. 1D, it only does 1d10. My, my current gun does 1d20, so that's a big Target. difference. Yeah, all right. Well, but, um, I, but I will use the bolt cast, the cross bolter for now. Definitely. That'll be my new default weapon. Can, can, Rusty, you've been quiet. You've I been can't any use this? any heavy weapon. So You can? Cannot. No. Cannot. Okay. okay. Sorry, yeah, I did say like earlier. Only, I believe you're the only one who can use it. So no, sorry. I can't. The only class that's proficient in long arms is soldier. I had to take a feat to be proficient in it. All right. All right. Well, we ten, got... Uh, take a 10-minute ten, ten rest to get my stamina yes. back. 10 minutes. Ten minute rest. Yes, I take. One. Uh, also, uh, I need healing. Oh, uh, let me fix you up. I, I, I need healing. Yeah. One of the bonuses of being in our group is that we healing have, we, have we have abundant and constant healing. <laughs> we have a how 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 about a healing serum? Here's oh, I'd love one. Have, have a roll a d eight. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> have another d eight. Here we go. Yeah, welcome to the party. Oh, we're getting, we're making progress. <laughs> uh, how many more do you need? Uh, that's a good question. Okay, that's enough. Do you want more? I want more. All right, have another. There we go. Uh, yeah. Well, now that it's overkill, sure. Of course. Over healing. Thank you, sir. May I have another? All right, Rusty well. is still having a little bit of psychological problem because something shot at him and hit him. I mean, Twice. it didn't actually in any way hurt him, but still. Rusty needs to be taken down a peg or two. So Rusty did a 10-minute heal and yes. a Kiro. Did Mo do anything or no? Oh, yeah, I'm, I rested. You're going to rest too? Okay. I cannot figure out how to reduce a stack by just one in Hero Lab. It's so frustrating. It you seems can't. like it well, might be split so it. easy. 
you split it and then you delete the yeah it's like you can't really remove it what you do is you just split it like if you have 25 yeah. there's a button where you can remove what i do is you can say take off three and then three come off and then you delete the three that's how you do it all right yeah that's what i've done okay it just seems weird okay i kind of like that dual cross belter it's kind of cool well good i got a huge upgrade uh, I'm leaving my Azimuth laser battery behind. Oh, the crappy old one, you mean? Oh, the old, old one. Yeah, that flux, that's a way better. I mean, 3d8 fire plus your whatever, yeah, you get a bonus. It's, it, it's so old, it's dog-eared. 2d10 plus 8 piercing for the dual crossbow. I know, it's decent. I mean, it runs out of ammo yeah. quick, but whatever. It's also got like 70 foot, I like that. And I have my um, other rifle in my glove of storing. <laughs> he shrinks it down. Yeah, shrink it down, yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Mo, wait, what did you take? You took the artillery took laser? The affiliate, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 3D8. That's what, That's a lot better than 1D10. Fear not. I will jump in melee. Does penetrating. What is penetrating again? Don't know. Piercing? No, it's penetrating. Is that on a crit, maybe? No, that's the uh, type of weapon. Uh Oh, it's no, it's a special. That's interesting. You can oh, use grenade arrows. The enemy's damage resistance and energy uh, resistance against my weapon by five, and energy resistance. I guess it's the same thing. Base attack. So I want to. I want to put on my. How many arrows can I retrieve? Twenty. Actually, no. That's what I read was a feat. Oh, penetrating just ignores hardness. So it's actually good for it's, that it's DR, not yeah. Well, not DR. It actually is for blowing things up. Like if you want to make a hole in the wall or something, it's good for hitting objects, structural stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Hey, that would have been good last time. Let me tell you. That's true. You have the haze circuit, and you also have the red plasma, right? I don't think anyone can use the red line, uh, red star thing. So we put that. Level. I can use it, but I'm not. I don't want to use it. We'll put it, let's we'll keep it. All right, he's going to put it in his arm. Mo is going to flip open a uh, three uh, or a six by six by six uh, foot dimensional cube that he keeps on his arm, and he's going to chuck it in there for later use. Cool. Um, what does the haste circuit thing do? It makes you do full attacks and move, and it's a uh, weapon, uh, takes a weapon slot. Takes an armor slot. Armor. I'm sorry. Armor slot. I'm reading right now. Went on. Does it increase your speed at all? Um. Yeah. Let me tell you what it does. I'm gonna look it up. What's it called? A haste circuit. Yeah. Haste circuit. It's not an augmentation, right? No. It's an armor upgrade. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see. Okay. More quickly than normal. Okay. All modes of movement. Include burrow, climb, fly, increase by 30 feet to ah, a maximum like of twice the target's normal speed using that form of up to a, a maximum of twice that target's normal speed moving that form of movement. I, I, I could use that. Well, I guess no one else can. It's funny. This Sekiro seems to have the same level of greediness as well, no it's not great i have nothing no i have literally no have armor and a gun that's all i got yeah yeah but but that's not our fault yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right so install it just install it it's it says i will install that 
And the other thing, that's what we'll chuck that into the third dimension. Yeah, my armor has three upgrade slots in right now. And two. And I'm probably going to get rid of these other two at some point. The Grim Trophies one is a little, it's a little shady. What Grim Trophy? What are you talking about? I have, like, skulls and bloody bits all over my that's armor. Character. Oh, this is this is no this that's just it's came with the armor it's like what it's what the uh oh. on their armor they adorn their armor with grim trophies and oh. that's how my armor came it's uh magically enhanced trophies that represent meaningful kills skulls other bits of bone exoskeleton defiled holy symbol bits of broken weapons bloody and tattered badges seals of authority it actually does something if i were to ever intimidate someone they would get like a minus two some to hit or something but that's not really my deal so if you guys ever need to get out of dodge, I can create off of my arm. There's a little device that is a, it's a null space chamber. It's a device that I can put you guys into a pocket. It's a, it's a six-foot cube. Um, you have breathing. It's not so good if you don't have suits on that you can breathe through. But, uh, um, yeah, it's a Mark II. Wow. So I can put 50 bulk in this device. Nice. And so, and we also have that bag of holding, too. Yeah, so we have... Or is that what that is? No, 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 no. This, you don't want to put a bag of holding in there. Um, I don't think, I think it just doesn't work. I don't think it does anything huge. There was one era of role-playing where if you put, like, bag of holding in the portable hole, like, reality exploded or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's terrible. But we're That's... not, yeah, we're not going to do that. We're not going to try Um, it. Actually, Rusty... Do you ever intimidate yes. anyone? Is that something you can do? Yes. You... In fact, I have the highest intimidate of anyone you've ever met. Really? And can you make people shaken oh, yeah. with that? Sure. Because you may want to take one of my, one yeah. of my ar- armor upgrades. How do you mean? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean, yeah. okay, I, have an, I have an armor gruff upgrade called Grim Trophies. Ooh, okay. That's, that's rusty. Okay, and I'll read it to you. It says, while wearing armor with Grim Trophies, if you successfully cause a foe to be shaken, the foe applies the negative two penalty from that condition to weapon damage rolls in addition to the other rolls it normally applies to. That actually does sound pretty good, I have to admit. Especially because, like, my uh, my totally human and absolutely totally human, you know, glowing eyes um, also increase my Intimidate effect. So I'm wondering if it would stack. Well, I mean, it just it like shaken is a thing that does certain things, but in addition, yeah, yeah, I mean, it a minus once, two. Once to, or twice. Yeah. I mean, the only thing is, it takes up one slot in your armor, and it's really cheap. It's 125 credits cheap. Well, yeah. Oh, wow. And actually, using the two slots for the electrical uh, uh, force field that I just swapped in, or the one slot for that was good, and then my other two slots are the jump jets. At some point, those are going to need to get better. Wait, so you have already four units worth of swapping? No, three. Th- th- three. Okay, so you're maxed out, so you can't even you can't even yeah, put it in there. Right, but that might be better than like the uh, the electricity damage. The electricity. No, if you want it, you can have it. Uh, Steve, I will take it. I haven't figured out what I'm going to put it on, but that actually sounds correct for my build. I mean, it's uh, when I can combine my glowing eyes and my intimidate, and that then that actually may eventually become a debuff better than my other debuffs. Okay, you now will look like a cultist. You realize? Well, yeah. Do I have to look like a cultist? I have a huge yes. disguise as well. Then it won't work. That's the whole point. Really? Oh, yeah, well, it's actually no, it's the whole no. point. No. It's literally the <laughs> whole point. You either see the skulls no. or you okay. don't. I, I, I mean, it's... No, I'm not doing that. I thought it was something <laughs> Okay. 
no, I, I will not look that ugly. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I, th I think it is like specifically. I think it is a specifically a devour cultist upgrade because I mean, yeah, in the nope. description it says devour cultists often adorn their armor with magically enhanced trophies, representing their most meaningful nope. kills. Uh, it I, might I won't be a theological anyway. conflict too. All right, well, I'll wear it for now then. Yeah, it's okay, literally but... something just Devourer Cultists have. It's a Devourer Cultist upgrade where you take bloody Reaver skulls and trophies and adorn them all around your armor to intimidate others. Okay, but now, uh, Kiro, I hope you're aware that since we're about to attack in this temple, we're hoping to find the cultists, that if by accident we happen to shoot somebody who looks like a cultist, I mean, that's not our fault. Not, my, not most. Or if I could... If I need to, if, it's, if the battle's going poorly, I can always like join the cult. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit more believable. Yeah. Okay. That I can see happening. Yeah. He's Jeez. like, he, if the battle's oh going poorly, God. it's like, hey guys, remember me? I'm back. Yeah. Let's get them, guys. <laughs> let's get these intruders. Yeah. Christ, you're the only kind of person that would ever think of doing that. That is just. Mm. Well, I weigh all, right. all my options. I put well, it in the balance. Yeah, and it yeah. Comes out. All right, Mo's going to uh, listen into this door, but not really. He's just going to open it. Did you want to search this room? Yeah, mm -hmm. we Greyhawk the room. You can search it if you want. All right, you Greyhawk the room. In doing so, you get slime all over your hands, your feet, your gear. You're just covered in slime, Rusty. Sorry. I, I clean it all off. I don't care how long I say. Is. I say, Rusty, I, I, I can't have you walk around like that. And I use my token spell to clean him off. I guess this. I, guess oh, <laughs> I like this new character now. Suddenly, this is great. Oh, you can I use that just, for oh, the weapons uh, too. I don't even remember him. Yeah. You look around, and this appears to be what looks like maybe a break room in the northwest corner, where you could sit and perhaps eat. There was an office where Hiroji was hiding recognizes that's an office to the southeast there's chairs and a desk it obviously was a meeting room of some sort i mean you can tell that this was actually a office building of some sort of military grade up we weapons and armor and yeah this was actually a working environment the slime covering everything was obviously the scavenger ooze just sort of secreting itself everywhere by the way, love that monster. What a fun. That's that's a yeah, good monster. That was cool. Yeah, that was fun. Okay, there is a doorway. What do you do with the door? Open doorway. All right, I cover you with my new dual cross bolter. Right. Very, very excited about that. As I Ooh. said before, you guys are kind of like in the subfloor. So this is a stairwell that is going up. Mo goes up. Hey everyone, Steve here. So there we go, back to normal encounters. One of the things about this adventure is that because they were fighting these primitives with basic weapons that are archaic, they really were not much of a challenge. And it sort of gets you into a lull when you keep fighting these really easy enemies. But I tell you, this temple is no joke and it's just going to get harder and harder and harder. So as I said before, I have no GMPC tip this week just because I'm in a bit of a rush to get this out to everyone, but I do have another winner. That's right. The person I called on last week actually never got in touch with me, so you never got your Amazon gift card. Sorry about that. 
But if the person I call this week gets in touch with me by episode 84, you will get a $50 gift certificate to Amazon, and then you can get, well, anything you want. So here we go. The winner is Russell Sinclair. So, Russell, if you are listening, do get in contact with me in the next week, and you too can win a gift certificate to Amazon. And as I said, I'm going to be drawing out names until PaizoCon, so keep on listening. You might be able to win something. And also, don't forget, I said this in the beginning, but in case you missed it, I need people to play Avatar 8 with me at PaizoCon. So if you are going to PaizoCon and you want to play Avatar 8 with me on a live stream on the Paizo Twitch channel and do it in front of an audience, well, let me know. Just contact me on the Discord channel. Just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. Let me know who you are. Let me know if you're interested, and I'll see what we can work out. I need two to three players to help me out. So some quick show notes. Don't forget new podcast every Tuesday. Do subscribe to us on iTunes, Androids, and Spotify. I'm actually stunned how many people use Spotify. There's just growing like crazy. It's one of our most popular segments right now. If you listen on Spotify, let me know. I'd be curious to hear. Although I'm not surprised because my daughter and pretty much every one of her friends spends their entire lives listening to Spotify. So I guess it makes sense. Do check out Jason's Talking Combat column every single Thursday. Do join the Rule for Combat Discord if you want to play some Starfinder and Pathfinder games. We just started a ton of games in the last week, and I have a feeling when Pathfinder version 2 comes out, there's going to be an absolute avalanche of games starting. So just go to discord.ruleforcombat.com to join us and check it out. Also, don't forget, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Reddit. Do check out our Patreon. we got lots of cool things going up on there. And finally, do subscribe to us because I have a couple of interviews coming up. And also, God only knows what I'm going to be releasing while I'm at PaizoCon. I'm going to bring my recording equipment there, so I'll probably do some recording, maybe publish something here and there. We'll see. I actually don't have as busy of a schedule as I had last year. I kind of signed up for a couple things. Today was the deadline. I'll see what I did. All I did is I actually found anything that was run by a Paizo GM, and I just signed up for all of them. I didn't even really put in an order. Whatever I get, I get. And those are probably my favorite GMs because, well, I know them, and I'm friendly with a lot of them, so it's fun just to have someone from Paizo GMing. And also, they're running some pretty crazy stuff. They're not even running, like, Starfinder or Pathfinder Society. They're running their own games, as well as some uh, Pathfinder 2nd Edition, so I wanted to check all of that out. So once I get my schedule, I'll take a look and see what I got but I think on Sunday and Monday I'm pretty free so I might release some things on the those days otherwise I can't believe PaizoCon is in like two and a half weeks that came out of nowhere yikes gotta get ready for this PaizoCon gotta get all this recording equipment set up gotta figure out how I'm gonna be running this Abattoir 8 get all the printouts all the maps everything you name it Got to get that all ready. Usually I only do that when I got to go to Gen Con, but now I got to do it for PaizoCon. Oh well, I will see and talk to you guys next week. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com or drop us a line at contact at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms.
been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember, being dead is no excuse for laying off adventuring. <laughs>